Listen to Say It in Common, where we talk about it all, not just Dungeons and Dragons. I'm AJ Cannon. Seth Templin. Tyrell Merle. Anthony Tate. Anthony Tate. Back. Back at it. And in stereo. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. You know who you look like, Anthony? I meant to tell you this. I can tell you on the podcast. Hold on. Sure. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
I just don't know when to shut up. That's that is ninety percent of why it's so funny. All the listeners can tell. Yeah. Oh, I, believe me, I'm picking myself apart. The game is ninety oh, percent Buck and yeah. Quincy. <laughs> Can't help it. We we dominate the the dialogue a little bit. Yeah. But Thren's a quiet guy, Tyrell. I mean, what do we? Tyrell's a quiet guy. Is why Thren's a quiet yeah. guy. Yeah. I feel like Thren is Tyrell. I asked Tyrell yes. the other day. I said, "What if he keeps saying if Thren dies, this is what I'm going to make next?" <laughs> yes, I I'm told like, you, "What I are you talking about? That. If no Thren dies, characters. and I was like, "Do you not care if Thren dies?" And he it says, eh, "Not really." I, no, I didn't say that. I said, "I said it doesn't really matter. He's just a character." But I mean, I like playing that particular character, though. I'm just attached to my characters. I can't. Dude. When my first character, Orlac, died, I mourned him for a week. It took him so I, long to come up with Carlo. Calro. Calro. Orlac Calro. Yeah, yeah, it's just reversed. Oh. I told all my friends at work about it. I was just like, dude, I played D&D again this weekend, and my character died. I'm just, I need some time. And they were all like, okay, let's give him his space, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's very serious. And they understand. Oh, my gosh. I had people asking me. He had a death it. in his life. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm mourning something, guys. I had a creation, a part of me that I cannot access would, again. Would you feel the same way with Buck at this oh, point? Oh, yeah. At this point, definitely. I've, see, I don't know if we've ever like had characters for this long, have we? Outside of... Outside Not of that very level. first character, this high level. Mm-hmm. I kill y'all a lot. Yeah. I mean, eleven games. I think the highest we ever made it before was like third, third, maybe fourth level. It's I like it's gonna get to a point where I can't kill y'all. Like y'all are a pretty diverse group. When Tate starts taking cleric levels, it's just over. <laughs> something's done. Yeah, something got done out there. Anywho, well, speaking of the campaign, speaking we're of there. the campaign. This was a fun episode that I was very much looking forward to. Sure you were. This is the kind of stuff Seth thinks is so fun. I yeah. love storytelling, and this was a big-time story. Oh, man. Decision. I mean, it was nothing but. We sat in a cage for like an hour. <laughs> Real life. <laughs> They're like, well, Quince, what are we going to do? You know, like. I'm well, pretty sure Buck is, or Quincy is about to commit suicide. That's what I said. I said, I don't see any other way this is, this is going to go except Quincy just kill himself. Yeah. It's just gonna, and then it. we're gonna have to like find the help ho- uh, help phone line for suicide awareness yeah. and stuff, and post that on there. So <laughs> try not to. Okay. Well, if you'll if you'll remember, and the listeners too, say it in common. Episode one, we're talking about episode one of the campaign, and Seth says, "Yeah, I, I mean that was pretty dark. I don't think I'll probably go that dark again in this campaign. How about multiply it by ten or twelve, and then and then really? dark." I mean, no one. You don't know if anyone was injured. You killed everybody. Oh, okay, maybe. Are they not? I guess so. You sent Trilog flying through the air off the end of that Giants Club. You yeah. have to assume he's dead. Mangled, just hamburger meat. I mean, we went to the glistening thicket, and there's nobody there, and it looks horrible, and there's dead bodies. So all we can assume is that everybody's dead. Are they not? And it's inhabited by. I monsters. Mean, yeah. Yeah. That was just something that was glistening thicket specific was the monsters. I, I yeah, but that would be a, a a really cool addition to the mythos is like like the well, Wendigo comes I where know, do y'all think that there's well, some cannibals living in uh 
you know, little home there, probably had. I don't know. But, like, what I was thinking of is, like, you know, the the nature of this area, you know, the, the uh, I don't know, Wendigos aren't technically nature, but, like, you know, the, the creatures of this land have gotten so used to counting on this death and destruction being brought that they know when these three giants, when these three specific, like if you think of it like an animal, whenever I smell this certain smell, I know if I follow it, I'm going to find food. Crows will like follow armies because they know that there's going to be feasts. Exactly. You know, that, that'd be a cool addition to the mythos, but I don't, I mean, I would hate that for, I'll tell you what, uh, like something I like, if you go back and listen to the very, like my, opening spiel for the country i have not done a very good job up to this point of conveying that just how bad the world is mm-hmm. to this point like i like it's a bad place like i mean I feel it's like dying you, is what the yeah. whole idea is that this world is very old and it is on its last i feel like you conveyed that to us really well i don't know if i'm doing it in the story yeah like i don't know if listeners understand probably not so but but see the thing I feel like us being where we were from, we were kind of in like a protective bubble. Very much so. Like yeah. we didn't, we don't know anything. Like life else is going. going as normal. So, yeah. You know, in my in my. We don't close, have any need to go anywhere. We're yeah. just everything we need's right here. All of yeah. our family and friends. Just in my what, close to thirty years, nothing's changed too much. We follow yeah. the rules, keep our nose to the grindstone. Everything's good. Yep. But you know, the world may be collapsing around us, but we're just in blissful ignorance. So. Uh-huh. Kind of like living in Drasco. Yeah. <laughs> it, the writing for the story, like, is well, not that it's written or anything, but like where I'm bringing it all from. There's a lot of tie-ins to our, our area. Yeah. And I, I told, I told people like, this is just like destroying Hollyhead is the same as destroying Drasco to us th- four. Like, yeah. It is like where we were grew we grew up. Yeah. It's like our local little area. Yeah. And, I just destroyed it in game. So, so you're saying everybody's not necessarily dead. You don't. Know. The establishment is gone. Hollyhead is gone. The foundation is <laughs> all that's left. No, the foundation is there. We can rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, never mind. That foundation's gone. <laughs> What's that from Thor? Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah. <laughs> it can be a haven. For all, all <laughs> refugees of the galaxy. <laughs> oh, never mind. Foundation's gone. <laughs> well, I was just so in shock in game. Just like well, it yeah. was so hard to get through it. I was laughing, and I didn't want to laugh because it was why very serious. You? Y'all's faces, like it was. It was. I mean, so just, next we week on the kilometers of D and D, be on the lookout for a, uh, you know, super villain. Named Seth in game, mm-hmm. based in part on uh, you know we won't say who, but some, certain real life people <laughs> talking about destroying his hometown. You know, laughing at people's despair. Uh, listen, who do you think I am? Uh, I'm not getting it. I'm thinking you've you got some Mega Mind vibes right now. I don't know he turns out to be the hero though. So you've not seen Mega Mind? No. Oh man, you'd love that movie. What a great time that is! Yeah, I was afraid. This is the this is the moment though. Like I always told y'all, there's gonna be something that's probably gonna feel pretty railroady, 
And y'all had a chance to get away from it, but y'all didn't. Y'all didn't take it. I mean, it. being locked in a cage and before that, like y'all did not. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I know. Y'all could have that. really ran right from the arena. Yeah, I didn't want to go. I just wanted the I wanted the money. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. The money and like, it's a lot of money. Yeah. And you got the money. I mean, I you just have it there in the cages with yeah, you. Yeah, and then just the, it was a, the whole fight was tragic. We didn't kill who we wanted to kill. So close. The owl bear dies. I was playing. I uh, invited Darren and some other friends over to the Fourth of July, and we was playing like trivia games on my PS4. And his his name was Owl Bear Slayer. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's oh embraced my. it. He's embraced it. Oh no, <laughs> that broke my heart when that happened. Me too. <clears throat> Lots of bad stuff going on. Yeah, it's like is this ever know, gonna brighten back up? That I don't know. <laughs> That episode so far is our Reigns of Castamere. Uh, Game of Thrones, Reigns of Castamere. You know? That's it. Y'all reference Game of Thrones. I've never watched a single I'm going to have to watch it. No. It's so good. I've never even watched Game of Thrones all the way through, and I know what the Reigns of Castamere is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I, thought I have really watched bad, it, and I've read most of the books, and I can't remember what the Reigns of Castamere is. Uh, Reigns of Castamere. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, I think they've either all watched it or don't care at this point. Anyway... It's uh, never too late to jump on the What season is it in? Two or three? No, that I don't remember. What's the, what happens? What's the big um, thing? Uh, Ramsey, Ramsey Bolton. No, not Ramsey. His dad. Michael Bolton. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, the Bolton. Loose Bolton? I, no, I think uh, that's really his name. Bruce? Loose. Bruce. Loose. Uh, I think it's Bruce. 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 Bruce Bolton? Okay. Yeah. Um, what is Loose Bolton? That is something. Uh, um, sounds like a joke. That sounds yeah. loose Bolton. Loose Bolton. It's <laughs> Swedish for tighten that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that's a name. Anyway, anyway, um, Bruce Bolton and um, uh, what's his name? The old guy. I can't remember his name. Um, Kills Catelyn Stark and um, Rob yeah, Stark. Uh, at like, a feast. Oh. At a marriage feast. Okay. Yeah. Or a supposed the to be a red wedding. The red wedding. Okay. Yeah. You just said red wedding. I don't understand. Sorry. I forgot that it was called that. But they're playing the Reigns of Casimir. That, mm-hmm. that song. That, and the that's, that's the Lannister song. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that was Segway. Darkest moment. Go. No. What did you. Well, I ain't finished yet. Darkest moment. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, had to be you know watching our city get destroyed. Okay, okay. I I will. Let's see. I will take that and I will raise you the hopelessness right beside Juniper Grove. We are right. We can see them. You mean Hollyhead? No, Juniper Grove. Ju- yeah, Juniper Grove. When we were, we were going. Oh past, yeah, yeah. But didn't get yeah. close enough to them. Yeah, and we see them, and everything's going fine. And I mean, we're we're just like you know, we can't get them involved. We're just gonna have to resign to our fate. And then the giant comes up, and we find out what the plan is. For me, that was the darkest moment. Finding out that that's what was gonna happen. I didn't. I wasn't for sure that that was going to happen. I was surprised when it started. I think happening. the 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 giant got with y'all before that, and everyone was afraid that he was going to destroy Juniper Grove. 
because he I, disappeared. I didn't feel like it was Juniper Grove. I remember Cameron for sure thought it was Juniper yeah, Grove. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, where would he be going if it's not Juniper Grove? Well, I don't know. What's beyond that? No, I was, I was actually surprised that he was destroying Hollyhead directly in front of us. I was kind of surprised by that. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. Which, by the way, I've got to say, um, I take personal responsibility for the daddy joke being the cause of this like like first off that is true. you know i don't know if i like i that had something to do with were it. you gonna do it anyway though i don't know i don't know like so i had we agitated it, him but he agitated him big time him and uh him and kyle kyle they were some major agitators in that well that's manner. the thing like like first off i thought the whole spanking thing was a big joke i, I wasn't gonna take it serious you know so I was like, "Oh yeah, here's this, here's this big serious Russian dude. He's gonna spank me. That's that's a joke." And then it started happening, and I thought it was the most hilarious thing. And the one thing that I thought of was he like, "That's my kink." He didn't, but I guess he might have. I don't know if he did or he had his his. Oh, you were physically spanked. I don't. I was that. physically spanked. No, I, I think okay. they did hit him, but yeah. They, yeah, I don't know if it was like on your bottom. I think they were just beating you. Yeah, he said spank. You said I thought you said spank. <laughs> I don't. Well, he did. I mean, that yeah, like, Hornbeam did. Just as a like. Yeah, I think he was like playing off of you. Yeah, but oh, no, okay. I took it as you got pummeled. <laughs> I, I took it as somebody bent me over no, their knee. Definitely not. And that's no. why I was like, way oh, more aggressive. No, way more aggressive than that. Spank me out of daddy Hornbeam. <laughs> Oh Terrible. my gosh, dude. Terrible. Oh. Wow. See, that changes it. See, when it becomes when it becomes intense, you know, interrogations like that, mm-hmm. it's completely different than spanking. <laughs> what do y'all think of the callers? Railroad 1.0 followed by Railroad 2.0 in a cage. There's a magic caller is a pretty cool idea. Yeah. I thought about doing that with uh one of those one shots I did with like anti magic, uh, like gauntlets. Yeah. So, I mean, did you make those up? I kind of got the idea for that from uh, Wheel of Time that I'm reading right now. There's like this magical women can have certain magical powers, and then they have these collars that they put on them, and they can either feel the powers or they can suppress them, or they can like they can just control people with them. But I just decided to do just an anti magic thing. There's I mean, anti-magic, like, candles and stuff. And one of these days, y'all will find out who created these. Like, it all fits within the world pretty nicely, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I mean... I mean, I just... I mean, I figured something like that was coming. They can't just have us at full power sitting at the dinner table yeah. with them. So, right. I mean, that was a good... That was a cool idea. I think the darkest moment for myself was... Solaris not showing up. Oh yeah, he didn't. He never did, oh, did he? Yeah. I wonder why that was. Was he just a big coward? Could have been killed. They could have took Is him he out dead? first. Did, was he somewhere else? Some things I can't tell. Aren't He's got to be still alive. Maybe. Maybe. Him and him and Evelyn had to like come, come like see. final boss battle. The oh, whole time White Lotus. Show up and just go nuts. They're, They're the actual Lotus. bad guys the whole time. They're the ones pulling the strings at Solaris and Evelyn. I hope not. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> Better not be. <laughs> I just gave a spoiler. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like in the very beginning, like y'all could have ran off. Like I, 
y'all didn't really have to go. I was trying to push y'all because I mean I want the story to go there. Like obviously, like I would. This is where I wanted. Like this is this is really like when I wrote this out when I was playing the game. This was going to be episode two. Really? Yes. This was always how it was going to go, yeah. if I had my way. Like this is going. I'm glad it didn't. It was cool to build it up to it. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice that we started at level zero yeah. instead mm-hmm. of level five. Mm-hmm. But yeah, made it way was, more interesting. Mm-hmm. It get like for sure, and it, it's a much more of a like now like because we destroyed the town, it is a like a hit on y'all. Whereas if it's episode two, who cares? You know. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't have destroyed the town because it wouldn't have mattered anything. You know, would have just been it would have been like going from the fair to the tournament to now you're captured because you won. Which I think is just messed up in itself. Like that's like you do well, and you're sudden. And uh, but he did give you the option. You could have like, oh yeah, well, let's go join. But y'all know things about the world. And yeah, y'all know we like, know too if, much. If right. if that hadn't like when Rask started like letting it out, like you know, Silent Brother, this and all. I <laughs> I can't remember the exact. Everything that, that was a great role play by him. Yeah. I felt it like. was, but I was just, the... I was just like sitting over here, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're letting them know that we know. But you know what? I really love that from his character too, yeah. because he's part of the secret society that's working against everything, mm-hmm. and like he's a hothead, and he, like, he just spills it out, like. You're not fooling us. We know, and yeah. it, to his detriment, but it worked out really good. Lord. Uh, things I did not expect Darren to try to run away. Didn't expect that at all. If there was a there was a window. Okay, you said there was a bunch of guys at the door and everything. Mm-hmm. What if Rask could have fist of four thundered those guys? But he I guess he, he was, was out. out I used points. all of his key points he used all his in, key the points in the melee. That's why they did it then too. It's strategic. I mean, but they could have they could have made the out. save and it wouldn't have it wouldn't have mattered. But all yeah, we, that would have been need all is like one one guy move. And I'll tell you something else I did not expect is y'all talking to the giant. Y'all almost convinced him to let y'all out. It was scary close. Really? Yeah. We could have convinced him. Yep. I think I don't remember what they rolled, but it was just a few points is too this low. Is intelligence like, like that? He's low? very stupid. Yes. Of the three giants, he's the stupidest. Is he that one right there? Yes, he is the male. And then there's the there's a female. What was her name? Sister. What did he call her? Mama Lumari. Mm, is that That's her? That's the mother. That's oh. the, the, that that one right there. We have a crown for her, actually. Yeah. The one with the spear. Yeah. Oh, and there is the other one. Oof. That's the daughter. That's the daughter. Yeah. Which those are all based. I don't know if I ever said they're like statues in the Bernheim Forest. The real Bernheim Forest? I think so. Maybe not. I don't remember. But I... Uh, yeah. I think so. I think I googled Bernheim Forest to find out what kind of trees or something was in it. And I found out, hey, there's these giants that some artist created. And... Is that not pretty crazy? Where's the Bernheim Forest? Why can't... In, in Let me look Why it can't I... Do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can talk while I google something. Um. Okay. How much can we know about the Academy? Because I'm trying to think future plans now. What? How the heck is this going to play out? Also, okay, say somebody else had won the melee. 
would they have been treated the same way or would they just been given a sack of gold? No, Is no it, they would have been treated the same way. Um, so he doesn't know enough about us like that. Right, no, no, no. He, he did not know. He was listening at the door like, y'all actually let slip that uh, his son was there yeah. talking and he right. was listening in. Right. Which was, oh, okay. Which I mean, it turns out it was really interesting, but that was kind of silly on y'all's part to say uh, yeah. his name. Yeah. I keep, it's probably, I'm sure it was me. I do it all the I time. I think it was you. I screw it up all the time. Um, but, like, I didn't know if, if he just saw, I didn't think if he, or was wondering if he saw something extra in us. Or, like, knows what impressive. we did. Or, like, yeah. why are we impressive? We're Y'all still level, nobodies. No, you're level five or four. Yeah, I four. don't feel like we've done Y'all are powerful. To, to be powerful. Like, oh, that's the thing. Like, Y'all were, at level zero, y'all were actually higher above normal people. Yeah, like right now. Like, y'all we were are, more impressive normal people than normal people. So y'all are far and above. We're like SEAL Team 6 right now. No, we're not. <laughs> you're like, you're like cadets right out of, uh, out of academy. the academy right now. Not that academy, like right, in yeah. military wise, I wouldn't say you're on until Team Six. So like, I think that's a little bit further up, but yeah, Bernheim Forest. Yep, that's a real place, and I think that yeah, it has fun fact for you. <laughs> it has these giants, Mama Lumari, and then that's uh, what it's called. The mother, yes. Oh wow. The 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 mother giant is name is Mama Lumari, and then. It has two children too, and I can't remember their name. You know, you could you could say Seth is just being lazy and just finding stuff on Google, but at the same time, it's actually really cool. Like it's it's that's your way of being creative. Yeah, and I'm trying to make real life things into the game. Yeah, just pulling in people's names from books, pulling in stuff from yeah. real life. That's just pretty. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Trying. You also called me lazy. It was kind of an underhanded, no, underhanded no, compliment. No, there. I wasn't. I wasn't saying that you were lazy. Like if somebody that was looking at it shallower would say, "Oh, well, he's just looking stuff." I could up. be just completely ripping off Critical Role, like just episode by episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be really bad. No, I think we got something pretty original going here. <clears throat> um. Okay, Academy. Does anybody else have anything they want to say? I feel like I'm talking the whole time. I'm no, asking all the questions. Listen. Okay, You're hosting this thing. <laughs> no, no, the the academy. The host with the toast. I mean, most. Okay, I don't want to reveal anything about you two about are going to be here, so I will talk a little bit about the academy because I'll give a little sneak peek about some of the academy if you want. Yeah, do it. Okay, well, well ask it. questions. Oh, me ask questions. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because me and Ty- <clears throat> me and Tyrell will not be there for an episode. Yep. Um. Anyway, okay. I should have kept going. I should have got y'all to the academy. If I'd have known our scheduling would have been so hectic after that game, I'd have pushed on and got y'all to the place, and then I could have actually split up the party like I'd always planned. But I didn't because it it's going to split up anyway, though. So, like, what I've, what are we learning? How do you, is it school? Are we going to sit? Is it like Hogwarts? Is it like the academy is absolutely nothing but a prison? Mm. Okay, in a, a prison. Hardcore reform prison. So it, what it is is it's like it's posing as like a school, and actually it's people once they get there in are there, okay people can volunteer and they are not treated as bad. Like there is a like I actually gave the creation of the academy completely over to Dustin. Really? Yes. 
He cre- Sweet. He found a map and then like edited a map, and I sent a little clip of it showing you. I was like, yeah, yeah, just a little blacked out part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, redacted. Just oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I saw it. So he has created a whole like a whole hierarchy of. Uh, jailers inside of the oh, academy dude that sounds that sounds like a like a creative dream here is the full map of the academy dude you can zoom he, in what, what did he create that on the, he didn't create the oh, map. okay he he didn't map. Create the someone map. else created the map but he's got different areas that's awesome yeah it's a very nice map like, that is awesome see to me whenever I think of the academy like, and I don't know if this is your intention with it or not. And I mean, I'm sure whatever you come up with is actually going to be better. I think of it kind of in the whole, like, referencing Star Wars, kind of. Um, you know, you got these these people. You got a glimpse of it in in Solo, the movie Solo, which I won't get into that, um, where you kind of got people in it that aren't that don't want to be in it um i'm trying to think of what else star wars rebels where you've got you know all these these teams of people competing against one another mm-hmm. you know and trying to trying to be the top dog and it's uh, the academy is kind of like that yeah y'all are there's different cell blocks that has different so there's four different uh jailers that's not really what we're calling them wardens we're calling them wardens there's four different wardens uh and dustin is one of those wardens oh people thinking he's gonna be on your side he is not on your side great he is the he's gonna be the warden over y'all's block they are which his his creative mind when it comes to playing is he has created four different character sheets for the four different wardens i'm sure i'll see that is a dream. Yeah. Like, See, for him, it's like, like for for people who don't know, um, Dustin. We were playing this one campaign, and it started out we were on a ship. Okay. <laughs> the first thing he does is he he can he can sum, he could summon animals. He was a druid. Yeah. Wasn't he a druid? Yeah. Something druid. like that. So he summons twelve of these massive lizards. And commands them to start jumping up and down on one side of this ship so that it'll capsize. <laughs> yep. Like, in my brain, what I wanted to immediately start doing is running the calculations. Like, <laughs> what's the buoyancy of, of this type of ship? Yep. How much weight would it take to capsize? Um, I used to play with him. We had a, our DM that we, we both were in the same campaign online. And our DM loved to bring in flying creatures or flying enemies. And that was always a pain because mm-hmm. none of us really could fly. Mm-hmm. I think like our warlock started taking flying spells so she could chase after stuff. But like he took, Dustin took this so seriously. He got like the m- mathematical equation to figure out how far away someone was, like if they were 20 feet over and then 70 foot up. So the hypotenuse. The hypotenuse. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to know exactly how close he was and if he could actually hit him with spells and stuff because on all the ranges and everything he takes it super serious but you guys will be in his character's block let me look up his character's name and he's just going to be in this one episode he's probably going to come a couple times yes (laughs) I didn't want to miss that I mean it's so sad yeah he's going to come a couple times I think 
He he lives about as far away as Cameron, so yeah, he can maybe a little bit further. Maybe a little further. If it is it Four City, mm-hmm. yeah. His name is Aradil, I think. And uh, he is like he is the warden of Rial, and he is in charge of breaking you down. Mm. Um, he's gonna beat the crap out of us. Uh, sometimes psychologically he's going to absolutely torment us yeah there is like uh, I already said you two are going to just be separated from the group and took to interrogation so everybody else is going to be together yeah Y'all are you, are you going to do an episode with just me and Tyrell <laughs> I mean no, I, I think what is, is I'll cut to you guys mm. when we play next right. and like go over what happened to you guys um I was just thinking is, is he still doing the class he was intending to do I don't know if he, I don't. He didn't tell y'all, did he? Well, he, yeah, he did say he was thinking about doing the. Uh, yeah, he went. He wasn't supposed to tell y'all that. Oh, forget. That. Tyrell knows the <laughs> questions to ask. Uh, Tyrell knows thing. everything. Yeah, oh, I, I can't get anything know. over Tyrell. No. Create my own monsters and my own character sheets. I don't sheets even know what it is. Everything about it. It's, it's a build. Oh, it's a new book. Right. Tyrell told me about it once, but uh, there's too much. Too but, much. Um, so, yeah, he's going to set y'all up against, like, different creatures that y'all are supposed to fight and be killed by. And uh, y'all's going to have to fight each other, maybe. Y'all's going to fight other cell blocks. There's going to be a lot of fighting and a lot of just, like, waterboarding, dark therapy rooms. Torture. Uh, torture. Yeah, this is going to be a hard to thing. To try to turn us into they're trying to, black cloaks. Yeah, they're trying to rewire your brain. This is going to be a hard thing to become a cleric in. It is. You've got to cling to your god. This is exactly where I turn. But I, I don't know if you guys remember hearing... I mean, you guys didn't hear it. Your characters didn't. But, I mean, sidebar, we all did. Um, <laughs> um, Tira had, you know come to me right before we had gone on this long trip while I was locked away and had said, you know, you're going to a place where you're going to be separated from me. Like, I'm not going to be able to contact you. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that exactly what she said? That's not exactly what she didn't said. she said you were being shielded from her at that moment? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. In, Is that Session Zero stuff? No. No, no, no. This, this is last episode. Last episode. Like, basically, and, and this could be hey, another... Well, oh, oh! Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize. And this could be another miscommunication. This could be another time where I just heard what I wanted to hear and didn't hear the whole thing. But what I took it as is, you know, she sees where I'm going, but can't see, isn't going to be able to see what happens there because it's like shielded, basically. But it could be, I don't know. It's going to be rough. I don't know how we're not all going to come out as black cloaks. We're not mentally strong enough for this. You're stronger than most normal people already. Mm-hmm. How do we escape with our tongues? I don't know. Well, tongues get cut off as part of graduation. That's almost similar to uh, Game of Thrones. The um, the warrior men um, they have their yeah genitals oh, cut off yeah, as yeah, a yeah, part yeah. of graduation. The what? Are, why can't I remember what they're called? We got to bust out of this place. Grey Worm. <laughs> Grey Worm. Yeah. What was he? people. I don't know. But yeah, as a graduation, these. In a way of not talking back, and a way of not being able to like voice concerns or anything, removing the tongue. It's a power move, dude. It is definitely a power move. You've 
this is scary. You created all this. <laughs> That's pretty pretty clever. Tyrell, Quincy and Thren, we got to bust out of this place. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Um, so your bird is locked up in its egg, right? Yeah, it's an egg. And me. yeah, and they took it from it. No, it's not an egg form anymore. It should be alive and well. I think we'll probably just say it's an egg form because we forgot about it. Well, I, maybe yeah, maybe, maybe they they you said the last time it was. Yeah, egg maybe they knocked it out. Yeah. You have the egg. It's not been taken. You should have had it in the melee, and, and you never used it. So. Yeah, that is true. I always forget <laughs> to use it. I'll try to give you this cool thing, and you just don't even use it. You don't. You just don't care. It's because his mini didn't have a bird on his shoulder. Yeah. Now he does. Now he'll remember. I am so looking forward to where this game goes. Like I, I didn't know how many, how many sessions we'd be at the academy with the amount of inf- like. Hit, Dustin has created we're gonna be there a while now <laughs> good <laughs> we're gonna be there a while I was gonna get to be settled down into something for a little bit of time here what are you, what are you doing what is there's this? an empty water bottle that he's I, interested in I yeah. put I stick the minis to the top of, with that goo and then I can paint them without touching them. okay I was wondering what that was am I boring you you just <laughs> had to get up and no he just saw something that interested him how did that happen what was that a rock a rock Hey, it's fine. We got some. Uh, Tate's always destroying things. We've got like a, a marker AJ's that colors floor. that in. Oh, I have one of My bicycle. <laughs> Seven years old. <laughs> Twenty-one years ago. <laughs> Good lord, we're old. Ah, we moving on. Um. You got more. Are you have any more things you want to ask about the academy, real quick? I can give you a little bit of sneak peek since y'all are gonna be yeah, here. Tyrell, Ty- Tate's just getting the lucky. Sit in here. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be bad. The academy's gonna be bad. I think. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, it's absolutely one bad thing straight to the next. I'm yeah. sure we don't know who is in charge of the academy, right? You do not. No. Oh, so there's like who's a the warden supreme? There is a warden supreme. Oh, um, is that the name? No. It, can it be now? It should Did be now. It? Yeah, maybe the warden supreme. Um, but I like that. Like I just kind of I think that like we're gonna have a good time at the at this jail. It's gonna be it's gonna be gonna. gonna you will because you be like fun. hurting us. I, y'all are gonna have a chance to really put a hurt on the academy. I think, and I think y'all are gonna get a chance to put a hurt on the empire with it being here. I think it's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, definitely. That's that is gonna be that's gonna happen like right after he takes a warhammer. To our kneecaps. Yeah. I mean, I was I was gonna go a little <laughs> bit north of that, but yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna break y'all's kneecaps, and then y'all's gonna stay there for three years to like heal properly. They're just gonna keep breaking it, and y'all's gonna be completely indoctrinated. And we're starting a new game, and y'all are the bad guys. That's what the whole plan was. Nice. We're just gonna we're gonna be flunkies. That the whole campaign after this point is gonna be. What gonna, have you ever have you guys ever thought? What if y'all are the bad guys in this story? In this story, I mean. How could we possibly be the bad guys in this? Story? I'm hearing voices, man. <laughs> okay, well, we're, so does Cameron. <laughs> the more the morality of us, I think, is obvious. We don't cut sure. people. We're against the guy that cuts people's tongues out, indoctrinates them, and makes them be his soldiers. I mean, unless those and took people away all are gods, dangers to the empire. Okay, well, the empire is bad. What I mean, from our point of view. Okay, well, you know what? That's how uprisings start. That's a that's a moral moral quandary to to bat around. That's exactly what I want this game to be—just a moral quandary. (laughs) 
<laughs> I started to say, Anthony, like your character goes so dark that he actually goes into the death domain. Yeah. <laughs> You've thought about doing death domain, haven't you? Uh, grave. Grave domain. <laughs> you do not have to take your dream graveyard literal in that Yeah, I know, sense. I know. I just thought it might be neat. You know, I, I like to do... That's just how I thought Like it'll be interesting to convey the yeah. dead gods or the dying gods, the lost gods there yeah. in a graveyard. I mean, yeah. sixth level cleric grave domain... That. Well, I won't be a six-level cleric. I'll be a first-level. Let me tell you, Tyrone knows how to make your character better than you do. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, if you, if you went all the way to sixth level with that cleric, mm-hmm. I think it's sixth level. You get that ability where you, like, if an enemy scores a critical hit on a person within thirty feet of you, you can cancel out the critical hit, and they just take like normal damage. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty swift. Oh yeah, Caduceus has that. Yeah. Um, I'll also tell y'all, like, these wardens are decked out. Decked. Are they higher level than we are? A little bit. But, but they have like... They have some stuff. So like, we kill them, we get good stuff. Yeah, we knock them out. I shouldn't say... Oh, they have, they have cool stuff. They have cool stuff. Well, we can't just start wasting the wardens. Well, kill Buck us. doesn't even want to waste wardens either. That's the thing. Oh, Quincy like to. <laughs> I mean, I, I think... And that's the thing. Uh, also, after this, the effects of this campaign, of this particular part of the campaign, I think it's 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 take it's going to take a toll on Buck. He's not going to be. <clears throat> I want Buck to value the sanctity of life and be this positive force. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like seeing this, that's that's going to take that's. That's definitely going to... I will tell you all this. I think that once y'all get away from the Academy, if y'all do, if y'all live it, I think that it will be a happier game after that. Like, I, I think... That we got to change the world. And that's kind of what I... Like, I am trying to push y'all to want to do that. Because, like, before this, did y'all really care? Even, like, hearing all the bad stuff about uh, how it all started or where it all was going or whatever. Yeah, personal, I don't think man. y'all cared. Now it's personal. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. Like, I, I this is the first time I've ever homebrewed a game, you know. So, I'm doing this kind of in a writer's mentality. Like, I've got I had to give y'all back stories and instead of just doing it like telling it, telling it, we've kind of showed it, created it, created yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. What a great what a great game. Start at level 0. Yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah. Be your backstory. Play Be your, back- your backstory. Yeah, I think that's it's really fun that way. Yeah. Anything? I think we're about done talking about the campaign now, aren't we? Yeah. Sure. Moving on. Moving on. And Mark. Okay, I can do a quick quick movie minute if nobody else has a movie minute. Um. <clears throat> Y'all ever watch Days of Thunder? I've heard of it. Is that off of, based Na- off of... NASCAR movie, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, that's it. So good. I, I saw an article about it on ESPN where they were talking about how it kind of changed NASCAR and and movie making. Like this is like a revolutionary movie, and I'll need to watch it. It's just a pretty good movie. It's a. I mean, it's people talked about how it was a little bit corny. It's a. It's a little bit corny, but the whole I read the whole article because it was so interesting, and it was about how like the director or the producers or whoever, uh, which I can't. It was. Uh, I can't remember. I'll, I'll say it wrong if I if I start trying to say them. Anyway, it's two guys that you know that have done movies for a long time. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're given free reign, 
contract to do five movies. So they just did whatever they want. Well, Tom Cruise got with him saying he wanted to do a, a NASCAR movie because he was really into driving sports How long cars. Ago was this? It came out in 90, I think, or 91. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, real big right then. Rain Man. Uh, was he was, in Jerry Maguire? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, he was he was big at the time. It was right in his big swing. So anyway, he was driving a lot of sports cars. They said, and so he went to a track with some people, and they let him drive a NASCAR. And he said, "We got I I want to make a movie about this. This is so cool driving these things." So he ended up going like with producers to some NASCAR races, and you know, incognito, so nobody knew who he was, and they were watching the races. Everything was great. They go. Uh, then they decide they're going to make this movie. And they start writing and stuff. Well, they go just like hang out in the pit areas and stuff. It just like one of the producers had a microphone clipped to his hat and just recording the lingo and people talking about stuff and, and the way, you know, just the, everything goes. Mm-hmm. And just hanging out with people and listening to their stories. So a lot of the stuff that happens in the movie is just little funny stuff are like based off of people's stories, stuff that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Just a great movie. And also they uh, they're still to this day using... He built this car to film the racing because car chase scenes at the time weren't ever filmed this way before because he said when the cars that they would use, like you sat up too high, you couldn't get the camera low enough to get these super cool angles or whatever. Mm-hmm. They built something in like an El Camino to get the camera lower mm-hmm. and supposedly the filmography is like revolutionary of its time. And... I mean, it is really good, but now I look at it. And I'm like, well, yeah, it doesn't look like anything mm-hmm. better than what we watch now. But at the time, that was it was super different and super good. Yeah, it's just great. It's filmed well. The script is good. It's got some funny stuff in it. It's got good characters. Uh, it's got Nicole Kidman in it. Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. That's where they met before they got married. Hmm. It was in that movie. I didn't know she wasn't American. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I didn't know that. Is she Australian? Isn't she? Yeah, Wait, I is believe she, so. Is she married to Keith Urban now? She definitely is. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, they met in that movie. They're in another movie together. There was some other people. There was another couple. Nicole came in in that movie too. I can't remember who it was. It was one of the other characters. But uh, what's his name from Step Brothers is in it. Which one? Not Will Ferrell. Never can't think of his name. Oh, John C. Riley. Yeah, Yeah, it was like the one of his first big movies. (laughs) Um, There was some others in it. It's just a good movie. I'll just need to go watch it. It's on the Roku channel for free if y'all have Roku. I do. Go watch it. It's a good movie. I can't um, wait to see Tenant. I want to watch Tenant real bad. Tenant? Yeah. What is that? It's the next Christopher Nolan movie. Like it's coming out. Like they're just oh. waiting for COVID to oh okay uh, finish up. We'll so go they watch can, it at the theaters. Yeah, I want to put it in theaters. Um, so I watched that, and now I really want to drive a NASCAR, and uh, I want to play whatever NASCAR game comes out of the next console. I will own. There, I think Forzas are always the big racing games. Yeah, but Forza. it's not NASCAR though. You want just turning I want left? NASCAR, yes. Isn't Forza? Okay. Forza is Xbox exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. All right, what's the um, Grand Gran Turismo? Gran Turismo. I, I I would buy the new Gran Turismo game. Oh, comes out. Man, they showed it on the PS5. I love Gran man. Turismo. That looks immersive. I played it one and two back in the don't day. Don't care about one racing and two games. back in the day when I was little. I was all I played was racing games when I was young. My, my cousin played uh, uh, one of the Gran Turismo's on um, PS2, and he was telling me about one race that's always stuck out of my mind. Every time I think of Gran Turismo, I think about the 24-hour race. Oh, Le Mans! Where in real life, mm-hmm. you have to spend 24 hours. Oh, they actually make you do it in, for the game. In, in have you not seen that time. movie? Huh? The it's a Christian Bale movie. Talking about that race, 
Yeah, the, the Le Mans, 24 yeah. hours, yeah. Oh, wow. That's like... Or Le Mans, whatever it is. That's a new movie, actually. Like, not very yeah. old. Well. But I watched I watched that movie, got super into NASCAR stuff, went and was just watching, like, big highlights and stuff. And I watched, like, best saves and stuff where people had spun out and regained control, just crazy stuff like that, and watched, like, the best finishes and watched them. I mean... When they get down, going for the finish line, just banging into each other and oh stuff. Oh, my gosh, dude. Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, Ford yeah, that movie. Yeah. Very good movie. I haven't seen that yet. Um, but just all the different drafting and stuff, it's crazy. All the cars go the same dang speed. They have mm-hmm. to figure out a way to go faster than each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not just about who's taking the best line and shifting gears right. Mm-hmm. It's like who's drafting. and they I push knew that each from Talladega Nights. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that stuff, too, yeah. but it's so in-depth Slingshot and so cool. Engaged. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really cool. Anyway, I, I encourage everybody to go watch NASCAR stuff. Just watch high, not not a whole. It's hard to watch a whole race, but just go watch some highlights. That's kind of a hot topic right now too. NASCAR. Why? Oh, because the Confederate flag. No, well, well, I mean that and Bubba Wallace. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Hey, they said that what that he had nothing to do with that. That that was Bubba Wallace had nothing to do with. It? Yeah, that he didn't he didn't even see it. That it was. Right, it was the NASCAR chairman who yeah. had that they had said had found it and reported it. It was stupid. If like, oh, I thought it was. And I this has been your politic minute. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I do not follow NASCAR. I don't. I don't follow it either. I, I used to follow it back in the day. I used to love it when I was little. Mm. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, n- another thing I watched that you told me to watch the Dude Perfect documentary. Mm-hmm. Best hour and a half I've ever spent in my life. Great, great documentary. I laid right here in my bed w- on my phone and watched it. Me too. And was amazed. Yep. What, and about that? in tears half the time. Why's that? They're good dudes. They're just they're just genuinely men. great people, and they have worked their butts off to get where they are, and they live possibly the best life out of. If I if mm-hmm. I if I would say who, if somebody asked me who is living possibly the best life ever, I would say anybody in Dude Perfect. Like when you say that, what do you mean? I mean the best life, it, like they get to have fun yeah. for a living. Okay, okay, yeah. living off like the 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 fat of the land, basically. Yeah, okay. I mean they, they get and they're they're great influences on kids. They don't have any kind of crude Nothing content negative. at all. They don't even take uh, they don't take sponsorships from like beer companies and stuff like that they just because they know kids nerf. Watch stuff. Yeah, and nerf and 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 pub g and they they have done multiple airsoft battle royales mm-hmm. they look legit awesome it looks like they're riding rust yes <laughs> it looks like they're riding modern rust. warfare 2 rust that's yeah. where it looks like they are and they play with balloons and the, there's literally i mean high quality airsoft guns in crates out yeah. there just like they would be on PUBG or the other what's the other game uh Fortnite. Now, that, did they do a Fortnite one? I don't know. No, it was uh, it's that other one. What's that other game? It's a battle royale. Apex Legends. Apex Legends. Yeah, that was one they they did sponsored by. But yeah, there's so many cameras. Whoever edits that stuff is is amazing. But just hearing how how I mean they used to do all that crap themselves, and just the day they decided to we're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. They quit their broke. jobs. They quit their jobs. They, they got big to. enough that they was like, all right, if we're gonna keep doing this, we're gonna have to. I actually do it. Well, the the guy they had wives and families, and their wives were able to say, "Yeah, y'all can, y'all can quit y'all's job, quit like take this risk." And now they're doing. They did like an American live show tour. Like how, how, how do you turn that into that? It's insane. They've it done is. so much. People just like will go and watch them try to make three point shots, and you yeah. know you could miss every single one of them. But I guess yeah. it, after a while you get good enough. To I think not. they're actually pretty good at what. They oh do. yeah, they have to be. 
I mean the tall the tall guy. Cody is it Cody? Yeah, Cody. Cody made it from half court or past half court blindfolded on the first try. Mm-hmm. Insane. When they were doing their world record video. That documentary is so good. But the one of the one of the twins had a video from back when before they were I mean super big mm-hmm. where he had been editing for so long and in lack of sleep and staring at a screen for so long half of his face was paralyzed. Like to this day or no, just then? No, oh, no, okay. just at, at that like time. <clears throat> yeah, it was oh. some kind of some kind of paralysis mm-hmm. in his face from I mean from grinding. Mm-hmm. Just a great great documentary. I knew you'd love that. My I was Does so sorry. Do you like do you like are we going to get big enough that we have to try to make these decisions or no? <laughs> no, I don't happen. think that'll ever happen. I think we're a little we're a little too niche. Yeah. You, nobody gets that big off of they, YouTube. It was a blessing for them and I, 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 I agree. They're really making the most out of it. I mean, it's too it's it's too big. Yeah. They I mean, they're one of the biggest things Can't on you, on YouTube. Yeah. They've stopped. got like 50 million subscribers. I don't know. I mean, who do people have more than that, I guess, probably? I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely, man. Uh, PewDiePie, I think, is the largest. Well, he's an idiot. <laughs> he I made a living off being an idiot, not putting out cool stuff. I think he's kind of stepped away from YouTube. Has he? Late. Twitching. Not really. I think he's just kind of gone away. I, I think know, the, just. I know he just did a whole Last of Us thing. Yeah, I seen that. But I'm just saying, like, he came back for that, though. Like, I think the only thing I've ever watched of his, he did, like, an escape room in a mental hospital or something. And Mostly he plays video games. Yeah. 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 But it was... He's he's kind of funny. But anyway, yeah, dude, perfect. Go watch the documentary, best hour and a half you'll ever spend. Hamilton is on Disney Plus now, and I gotta watch it. What's How do you see? The Broadway play? The Broadway play. No, it's supposed to be amazing. That's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't wait. I want to yeah. watch it so well. I want to see it too. Do you, do you play D&D? Did you start D&D because you acted in that play in high school? No. <laughs> no? That's the trope is That's theater weird. kids. No, I feel like... Theater kids play D&D. Were you in that play? No, I wasn't in any play in high school. You weren't in the play? How were you it not in that play? It was pretty fi- good. My, my, which play? The play that we were in, the me? from Miss Holiday's class. Yeah, no, I wasn't no. in that. Was it? What, the western? Wo- was it western? It no. was a western. No, it wasn't. It was uh, like fantasy. It was a there was a king. Yeah, and, and, and oh, that's right. Kendall played a um, cowgirl. Cowgirl. That's you, the western. You do part. that with any other group of people, it's not good. My there was nobody in school when I was when we I was had a perfect. Upper, it was a perfect group of people. Y'all were just like a bunch of outgoing people that. Like that was cool. I was not so outgoing, like before. That, that. That's why I was asking. I like I feel like you definitely. found it there. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're I mean, good it changed at your sister's life. Yeah, your sister absolutely just went to college to be yes. an actor because of that play, and now lives in New York. Yep. Trying to Did be. You ever find out about the D and D video? <laughs> no, I don't talk to her. <laughs> what is it? She she was in some short film about D&D or something. I don't know what exactly it was. Oh, we need but, to watch it and like put it out there. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's out there. I'll ask her. I will ask her okay. about it. Yeah, she. T- I think she got... I mean, yeah, I know she got in it, but she she was texting me and she said, hey, I'm going to do this uh, audition for a short film that is based on D&D or something. I was like, that's oh. hilarious. And she had just played D&D here with me Yeah. And for the first time. That play was... It changed a lot of our lives, I think. Like, I don't know. It was it was something special to me. Yeah, well, I, and I 
At the wow. time, I thought it was really good. I mean, maybe just because I was grade was probably one of the best years of my life because of that play. Like, just made a lot of friends. It was good. Yeah. Straight up, I, I a lot mean, of older friends, too. Like, uh, everyone, most of the people was in the grade above us. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. sister's grade, yeah. Yeah. I'll say, like... I can't believe you weren't in that. Yeah, like, why were you not in it? That's was, your thing. I wasn't in, in that class. class yeah. mm-hmm. I wasn't in that class. It seemed like I was thinking it was more than, than just people. Was in that, that the class. year we had Mr. Pirate, or was that the was that senior year? Nope, that was the same year. Nope, that might have been senior, senior year. year. Senior year. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Is like, eleventh grade was like his best year. Eleventh grade was my down year. Really? Like I, I got that's out sad. of I got out of sports. I got out of everything, and I didn't want to. I just didn't want to do anything. It's just you got out of sports. Mm-hmm. I thought you played till you were a senior. No, he was played, the manager. No, no, I was manager once, senior. Tenth grade, I just I stopped playing ball, and I, I, playing. I remember sitting there and watching you shoot a three from the corner and make it when you went in at the end of a game. Tenth grade. It was tenth grade. Mm-hmm. I thought you were older than that. I yeah. thought it must have been. When you I were wish I'd never quit basketball. It, it was legendary. small town schools. Basketball is the thing, you know. Yeah, and it's a, it's it's kind of a lot of pressure. Like if you like those football movies about teenagers, like mm-hmm. they have a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of pressure. Like if you're not good, you then, felt it. Yeah, yeah, you felt the pressure. No matter how big your school is, whatever the dominant sport yeah. is, you feel like you're carrying on a legacy. Running and puking on the court was too embarrassing for me, and I had to not quit. <laughs> for for me, it was like, I mean, I. I I couldn't keep my grades up because I just I was I was not there for school. I just it wasn't my thing, you know. I graduated, thank God, and I went to a little bit of college. But like, Lord, that I never knew you had any trouble in high school. Oh man, I thought you were. I was fairly up there. uh, No, I was I was. If you were to look at my grades on like a line graph, it would be like a. It would look like a roller coaster. It, yeah, it it would look like the Andes. <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, just all over the place. Um, and then, like, I I finally my grade dipped too low, and I couldn't be on the ball team. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Plus, I, I'm third string on a two string team. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, your team was really good. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they were. But really? I mean, I wasn't adding to it. I don't remember that. Maybe. We made it to senior year. We made it to state. We second, didn't. Second Chase, round. Chase and Tim were good. I saw Tim the other day at the fireworks team. Hey, if, if y'all if y'all don't draw Bay second round of that, I feel like you probably make it to the third round. That was just a bad probably matchup. Bay is always good. bad matchup for y'all, and you hung with them till like the end of the third quarter. They pulled away a little bit. Yeah, I was there sitting on the end of the bench as a ninth grader. You were fourth squad. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was below you. Well, you were my manager. I was at the a time. manager. Yeah. So I was sitting up next to. Coach. No, that was so fun getting getting to move up in ninth grade and just hang out with all the older kids. But another good thing about being part of a small school is like you know I was I was completely out of sports in eleventh grade, twelfth grade. I get a call from coach or yeah I get a call from coach Cornet, and he's like, "Man, Tate, I could use your energy on the team. Why don't you Why don't you be the manager?" And I was like, "I'll oh, coach. I can play. It's no problem." He's like. No, we don't really need any players, man. <laughs> no, we don't need any players, man. We no, just I'm like had to order an extra jersey for that. Like oh we just gosh. we we I think you'd fit perfect as a manager. And like seriously, I felt like I was born for that role. And that kind of got me, you know. I mean, of course, you got senioritis kicking in. You got that whole nostalgia trip of your senior year, but like it was I'd say senior year was the best and I would not I wouldn't go back to high school for 
Oh, I wouldn't either. Some people are like, yeah, I want to play ball again. I'm like, nope, it ain't worth it. I didn't play ball from like eighth grade or something up. As soon as Coach Cornett came in, I was like, I'm done. (laughs) He's too serious for me. I couldn't handle him. But uh, our senior year, we had a teachers versus students game. Uh And like the students only made like eight points, I think. (laughs) And I was two of those points because I stole a pass. Is I that when so Mr. Much. Brinkley jammed it mm-hmm. twice? Yeah. yeah. Dude. That dude was Pure a beast. Athlete. I hated that he left, too. Yeah. He was, was probably the best uh, pre- uh, principal. principal that we yeah. ever had. Yeah, yeah. he was He was just a good... I like Shout that out one. to Michael Brinkley. Wherever you are. Living your best life. Yeah. <laughs> that dude perfect life. <laughs> uh, sp- speaking of uh, just, you know, life in general, why don't you tell us about your, your vacation, Anthony? Oh, well, we went to Hilton Head. Island, South Carolina. Okay. It's on the on the Atlantic coast. Yeah. Um, we stayed basically in between. Like, we could look to our right when we were on the beach and look out into the Atlantic Ocean, but we were on this place called Prince Royal Sound, and, like, just perfect. I mean, sure, it was humid as all, as all get out, but, like, we were right on the water, so anytime it got too hot, we'd just go there and... It, Everything about it was just perfect. Even the timing. Like, we left it just the right time. Not to say anything bad happened afterwards. It was just like, it was like, you know, we'd spend a week there and it was like, okay, well, you know, enough time has passed. I'm ready to get this freaking road trip over. <laughs> How I'd, far is it? How far of a drive? Um, with, with the time change, it seems a lot longer. It, I think it was about 13 hours. We had to drive through... Birmingham, uh, well, of course, Memphis. On the way there, Memphis was the absolute worst. Just Memphis traffic, horrible. Yeah, yeah. They're, um, they're, they've never been done working on that. Mm-hmm. They'll be working on it for the rest of their lives. <laughs> so the rest we, of my life. we went through Memphis. <laughs> we went through Birmingham. We went through. Uh, oh, you go that far south? Mm-hmm. You don't you just yeah, go it's straight almost a straight Tennessee. Shot down. No, huh? Um, Memphis, Birmingham, from Birmingham, Alabama to Atlanta. You know, we kind of skirted around Atlanta. Yeah. Thank goodness. That's like that six-lane superhighway. Oh my rush gosh! Out I was in. Intim- my dad told me about that. He's like, just pick a lane and stay there. Don't move. You'll be fine. <laughs> but thank goodness we kind of, we kind of, like I said, kind of skirted around all that, and then uh, through Macon, Georgia, and um, Macon, and then kind of passed by Savannah, Georgia. Which we, we went, we later that week we went into Savannah, Georgia, which that was one of our trips that we took, our, our mini vacations during the vacation. We went to Savannah, Georgia, went to this place called the Bonaventure um, Victorian, I guess, you, I guess you'd call it a cemetery. I don't know if they have another name for it. But like you get to see like these gravestones from people born in like 1802. I mean, this is Savannah. If you guys don't know historically, that's where I don't know if that's where it stopped, but Sherman's March didn't make it into Savannah. The mayor of Savannah had sent out an envoy of civilians to General Sherman of the Union Army uh, to surrender the city, basically, so that it wouldn't be burned to the ground. And, and that's what we were told on our tour. I've I've also heard somebody saying that that. Lincoln ordered Sherman not to burn Savannah. Either way, um, but it's a beautiful town. It's a... I don't know if you guys have seen Spanish moss-covered trees, but it doesn't... It There's not a more beautiful sight than that. 
than the Spanish moss covered tree. Oh my gosh. I've got pictures of it. I'll have to show you guys later. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, other than that though, I mean, we just hung around the island and, uh, just chillaxed. Uh, went on a dolphin tour, met some oh, folks from, cool. met some folks from, uh, Van Buren, Arkansas, or really? close around Van Buren. It doesn't matter where you go. You're going to yeah, find somebody. Remember last year when we went on the mission trip and we were in uh, Iowa and we ran into that store, that deli store, and there was a sign in there for Fairfield Bay, Arkansas? Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> that was pretty wild. And uh, Hans and Rachel went on a mission trip to Mexico and met some guy down there that knew where Batesville was. Yeah. Of course. Imagine that. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. And, and those people were like the classiest people on on our boat. The people from Van Buren County. Uh-huh. And it's not that they were. It's not that they were exceedingly like. It, it's not that like. I expect people from Arkansas to be trashy, but these people were, you know. But I do. <laughs> these people were good. The, just everyone else on the on the boat was like, hey, trashed. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Haley, Haley did an impersonation. I wasn't listening to these people. I was too busy paying attention to the dolphins. But she goes, at one point, there's these people crying. There, there's these kids crying, and they're like three years old. The mom's saying, shut up. Just shut up. One's going, mom, what's going on? Grandpa. <laughs> like, you hear that every five minutes. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> but And then, like, we're going back to our car, and the guy who we're kind of standing beside this whole boat ride, he kneels down in the parking lot, and he's like going through his bag, and everybody, everybody's making a big deal about, oh, like, what's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? He was getting out a shot of fireball. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to shoot this, and then we're going to go party. Oh, my gosh. Like, like straight up, they could have. They that is a great segue into what I was wanting to talk about. Oh, it is? People, Yeah, it is. Because that's what it seems like people are like now. <laughs> what, going to take a shot of Fireball? Yes. And go party. Are you done with your story? Oh, yeah, that's okay. it. I mean, that was that was the whole, that was the vacation. Just, just a good, just a good, solid cool. time with, oh, with I'm the ready wife. for our vacation. Yeah. I've never had a vacation. It's a super highfalutin <laughs> place, though, too. Real quick. You go to New York all the time. No, no, no. But real quick, it was a super highfalutin place. Like, there was a lot more money than I figured. Every, every third car on the road was... Uh, Range Rover, Beamer, Lexus, uh, Mercedes, high-end Mercedes. Like, it was... Oh, i got to show you this picture of this house. The house itself is 20,000 square feet. They pay $36,000 in, in taxes every year. Is what the... what our, Was this at Savannah, in Savannah? No, this was in Hilton Head. Oh, okay. It was crazy. Just crazy places. Anyways, anyways. To segue, segue away, my friends. Yes. In today's generation, in the world as we have it today, can anything be created that will ever be considered classic? Good question. Look at books. I have, like, people just read, like, Jane Austen books or C.S. Lewis books. There's just, like, all these old um, authors that just people love their books. They're just seen as classics. Um, music just even just back to the 80s I don't think even in the 90s there's stuff that's going to be held on to even maybe from the 90s but like classic rock 
just like these one hit wonders and a lot of them were a lot of people who made good music they just did a one hit wonder in like the 80s and just did hit for some reason um art when like i'm not big on the art scene so i don't know anything like is there going to be a van gogh is there going to be like with everything kind of going even digital like people make art now on like uh on tablets and stuff can anything ever be like it was can we create something that is going to stand the strands of time and be seen in a hundred years from now if this world is still here as something like worth having or have we just got into such a mass production just a copy and paste society that anything can be special because i don't think so okay change my mind (laughs) change my mind (laughs) i think you bring up a lot of good points i will say this around the time that jane austen you know books like jane austen the like of that were coming out they were thought of as trash. Mm-hmm. You know, they were thought of. Oh, this is just works of fiction that that women need to. It's a it's a woman's thing to read books. You know, it's it's absolute garbage. What do we view as garbage right now? Reality TV. Oh God, I'm not <laughs> keeping up with the Kardashians. Listen. Is gonna be a classic. Straight up. Wait, listen, listen. We're we're seeing, we're seeing the vast ocean of content being created. We're not seeing the refinement of time. There are things out there that are going to... Whoa. Say it again. It didn't hit me like it hit ages. We're seeing seeing the vast ocean of content being created. We're not seeing that refining process that comes in time. Jane Austen is a classic because it's lasted this long. It's a perfect representation of how society was then. Yep. What is a perfect representation of what society is now? First off, in literature, you've got a lot of, you've got a lot of young adult novels that are dystopian future. What does that tell you? Twilight. Well, that's not dystopian future, but what does that tell you? What does that tell you about our generation of writers or the generation of writers that maybe they were born a generation before us? They view the future as dystopian. They view it as, as a, as a dark. You know, there's nothing good. That's a sign of the time that we're in. Is is we don't see hope on the horizon. We take hope for what it is right now. Whereas the generation before them, or before us, whoever, they could have seen it as, the, you know, it, this is a, you know, this is our our future is bright. You know, we can we can make whatever we can put together whatever, and that's the thing. You get these rise, these rises and falls. I don't know if rise that doesn't sound right, but anyways, you get the rise and fall of the perception of society. You get, you know, think of it like the Lost Generation, which I don't know if you know about the Lost Generation. This was the generation that fought in World War One. They were, they lived through the Dust Bowl. They, they read things like um, the Grapes of Wrath. They wrote things like the Grapes of Wrath. They. That's a classic. Yeah. Horrendous book. That's seen as a classic. But but uh, you know you get these things like um, William Faulkner. All of the stuff that he wrote was really, uh, I think, I think Haley told me he's postmodern. I can't remember if it's modern or postmodern. Anyways, you get these these dark undertones, and then you get the greatest generation come out of that. You know, wor- the guys that fought in World War II. They grew up as kids during the Great Depression. They fought in World War II. They uh, founded uh, one of the things I think of. They founded Harley Davidson. You know, one of the one of these big. 
you know, companies, they, they pushed manufacturing to its, to its core. They, they did all these great innovations, but they had a generation before them that was just dark and dire and died in despair. So maybe our next generation is going to be better than us? <laughs> That's, I mean, I, honestly. I don't know. Well, see, are you saying like we're a lost generation or something? No, like no, no. no. I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying what we have now is comparable to what the lost generation had. You know, we're seeing, we're seeing, you know, all these dark things. We lived through 9-11 in America. You know, we went through war after war and everything's dark and dire and we you know we've we've got so much negative news flooding our lives there's no regulation on on that there's um i mean there's just a lot of negative that we can look at and if i if i were to say hey pick out 10 positive things happening you know you could it would may it may take you some time to yeah. figure out some positive things. If you think of naming 10 negative things, you could name seven of them right off the bat and then go, um, here are the other three. You know what I mean? We're in that kind of... Not so to you're saying we're not going to create anything, but if we have another generation, they might be a bit better than us? I'm not saying that either because there were, like I said... Well, that's the question I want to know. Do you think we can create anything? Well, that's what I'm saying is, is Steinbeck, you know, he wrote The Grapes of Wrath. You know, um, Faulkner wrote... Um, he he wrote that's when he got his start was you know kind of off of that you've got so many I think Faulkner was in the 60s instead no he died in, I can't remember anyways anyways there's still gonna be great things come from you know the 25, 30, 40 year olds like us you know it's just we, as people, as individuals, are going to see the darkest stuff. We're going to see the stuff that's just like roll my eyes, fake news, you know. But you think 20 years down the road there will be some things that stand the test of time. We just can't tell right we'll now. We'll see some things. I mean, just think, think of the mediums. They had paper. I was want to talk about that. I don't think that we'll ever have... I don't think we'll have a next Van Gogh. I don't think we're going to create new canvas art that's going to be some seen as something. Because I think it's movies. Not, yeah. I think movies maybe that we make now can do something. <laughs> vehicles. I think people are making vehicles that will be seen as kind of art-like or something that is a classic maybe. Like the Shelby GT, you know, that's back from the 60s. I think that we're making cars now that could probably... I mean, they're definitely better than that. Oh, absolutely. But... Uh, it, that might be seen as as beautiful, maybe. Um, books, I don't know. People say like I've I follow quite a few booktubers, and I was what gave me this idea is this one guy was just like, "What books are we creating now?" The books, uh, the Brandon Sanderson books that I've tried to get y'all to read. The um, I'm blanking now. Well, I think I think the the big pillar of what this generation grew up on the book that was founded in our childhood harry potter harry potter i think will probably be a classic he did say though that the twilight series will be seen as a classic harry potter twilight um artemis fowl hunger know, games now you said just maze runner dystopian things young adult i think that is because maze runner or not maze runner uh 
um, Hunger Games. Hunger Games did so good I that it's just a copy and paste thing. Again. It's a sh- yeah, it's strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, Tyro, what do you think? I was gonna follow like somebody like H.P. Lovecraft. Like his books, he wrote them what like nineteen twenties all the way up through like the thirties, and he died, you know, in poverty. Nobody read his books back then. But then after he died. 30 years later or so. Part of my point, though, is it was a smaller world then. Yeah. Like, it wasn't as connected. No, no. See, here, here's, my, here's, here's, where I, here's where I stand, which I'm... I, I see a complete. I think I see it completely different from you. So, th- there was some guy back in, like, the 50s that said that everything that's going to be created has been created. Andy... Oh, no. Was that who it was? Andy Warhol said everybody in the future, everyone, everyone will get their 15 minutes of fame, but that's something completely Okay, different. no, no, he... Somebody said, like, everything had been invented. There was nothing else. And out of that, we see, I mean, we see cars get, uh, microwave, TVs became color, and now they're flat screen, now they're curved. I mean, what's the next thing? The, VR. I, you can't, yeah, right. I mean, everything advances, and I don't think you can look around and go, oh, yeah, this is going to be a classic. you got to look back 20 years down the road. What's that song we're still singing? What's that movie we still are watching? So you think, you you mentioned Uptown Funk. You think Uptown Funk is going to stand the yes. test of time? Oh, Th- I think, think so. Think of, it's already old. Think of it, you listen to Pop Rocks on XM a lot, just like I do. Those songs are classics. People that were around in the, in the early 2000s didn't think, oh, that's a classic, and I still don't call it, it's not classic rock. It's pop rock from the early 2000s. But mm-hmm. you think if uh, My Own Worst Enemy by Lit comes on in, in 2040, we're not going to be singing it? Oh, yeah. Classic. And that's uh, as a one-hit wonder. You look at uh, that 19, 1985, you know that yeah, song? Yeah, Bowling for Soup. Bowling for Soup. Know any other Bowling for Soup songs? Yeah, a few. You actually do? A few, yeah. Name one now. Uh, come Back to Texas. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> I also heard, I can't remember who it was. It was some producer in Nashville, or it was, if it maybe it was Jay Joyce, or maybe it was somebody else. Anyway, somebody asked him the question of like, it, like today's country music, do you, like, what did he, what did he think about it? And he said, well, a lot of people that look at it as like, oh, well, it's not country music anymore. Like, there's good things that come out of every generation of stuff. Mm-hmm. Even if we go, oh, yeah, well, Taylor Swift, that's not country music. Or we say, oh, well, uh, Luke Bryan, Florida Georgia Line, that's not country music. Well, they've created classic things. Cruise, we'll be singing that in 30 years. Florida Georgia Line, Cruise. We, you know we will. Songs like... Uh, I don't know that song now, so... <laughs> what's that? Uh, I heard that... Uh, there was one summer I worked at the golf course, probably... 2012, maybe 2013, where that, Cruise, Florida Georgia Line, and Toes by Zach Brown Band were the only songs I heard the whole summer out there at the golf course. People played them on repeat out there mm-hmm. golfing mm-hmm. all day. That's all I heard. Those, That's going to be a classic. It doesn't seem like it is now. These things that are, you know, 8, 10, 15 years old right now that we go, oh, yeah, that was a good song back then, or, hey, that was a good movie back then. Mm-hmm. 30 years from now, when our kids are flipping through channels, that's a great movie, leave that, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I don't think you can look at stuff now and say, what's going to be a classic? I, I, I think mean, it takes I, age. Yeah. Like you were saying, refining. We don't see that. Yeah. We don't see, we can't look into the future and see what's going to stand the test of time. Right. But there will be things, and I don't think it'll be the trash. Okay, will the Marvel, the, will the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe be a classic? 
and it probably will be. I think here's, some of the movies will, like maybe I, not yeah, all. I know there's definitely going to be some movies that are definitely going to be classics that are going to be the Avengers, considered the important to history. In fact, but I think. It, but it, like I'm saying, I think those things are too close. But another thing about it to, is, now. I was actually going to bring up Marvel, the way that they have taken these twenty some odd movies and bound them together. That's a that's, template. That's, that's a, a template deal. for it's somebody to step things. on yeah. Yeah. and make it greater. Mm-hmm. That's exact, and that's that's what makes that's what makes generations great is using what we have learned as a collective to make something even better in the future. You know, if like, we last that long. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's another thing is there's so much doom and despair. I know I keep using those well, words. I mean, you said to me today on our way over here you picked me up and you said god willing in 2025 we're going to re-audit people and the reason i said that now i assumed it was like we're not going to be here no no no. that's just and that no that's something i said because uh, i if you guys don't know i mean feel free to boo at whatever your listening device is but i (laughs) i work for the appraiser the county appraiser's office so i appraise people's property for taxes uh and somebody's got to do it that's the thing that's how i have it's to just look the at government it. paying that's, attention to us that's how i have to look at it <laughs> to survive but um snooping on our property exactly deciding what we're worth i don't have a problem with that but anyways arkansas every in 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 our particular county that we work in every five years we reappraise property the god willing part was God willing, it doesn't get shortened to three oh. years because it, it can be either three or five years, so you, and it's a it's a you have it's to busy go, work for you. Basically, you have to go to every single property in your county. And how, how many years does that take? Right now, five. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't take three, because they they set the time for you to get it done in. You have to get it done in that amount of time. Yeah. Okay, I got you. You will have every house appraised, but I thought you were saying yeah. by 2025 you would have to do it all again. Yes, that's, that's that starts all over. Well, that's the thing. So this is your entire job. You just keep re- reappraising. Yeah, yeah. See, I, okay. if I if I visited a house this year, if we're on a five year, if they take our reappraisal and say, okay, well, you know, you guys seem to have gotten a lot of work done. Um, it seems like, you know, there's not there's not a huge amount of growth, so do this again in five years you know if it's like okay you guys are growing really fast we can't keep up we need you to do this every three years i see yeah see that's what that's determined by is growth so is this commercial property or just private all personal property all of it how many people do this like what you do uh right now it's me and my manager there's two of you. Yeah. Do you split up and go do it, or you do I'm, it together? I'm, I'm just, I'm about to finish my training to become an appraiser. So it's basically been him and a, a third-party contractor. What, what's this house worth? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't <laughs> tell you what it's worth. I can tell you what it's probably graded as. What? That's what we graded as. Your house, we graded on a D1 to D7. D1 being like the Ritz-Carlton, like being somebody's house that's, absolutely extravagant okay (laughs) d7 being dirt floor can't live in it okay okay this house i would say being that it's two-story being that it's rustic it's got a style it's pretty nice yeah i'd say it's probably a d3 i would say d3 i I would say because of the eight what about my little 10 place 
That is actually a UB. It's a barn dominium. <laughs> what? A barn dominium. Utility building, UB. That's what we've graded as. Lower taxes. Um, Smart. You know. Smart but, build, Seth. Um, I guess. <laughs> uh, but what, where your worth is really determined, that, that D rating, it's, it's also plus and minus. No, this wouldn't be just a D4 or D3, whatever. It'd be a D3, I would say, probably minus five. Okay. It, and and I'm not. I am a rookie. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, you're not offending me. I'm right. just. I was just. Asking. I mean, you don't get to walk into people's houses. You're just we basing this no, completely no, no. on looking at it. We right? won't. We will never go into somebody's house unless I say, "Listen, look at this hole in my floor. Look at these holes in my ceiling." You know. What if they say, "Look at this sweet man cave in my basement"? Does that make it go up? I will say. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Not okay. gonna build a house. We're we're definitely building a sweet man. Yes. D&D room. Uh, D&D absolutely. Room. And I won't tell. Seth lives in a different county than me, so I don't have to I don't have to say, oh, yeah, oh praise this Seth. is nice. I I tell you what, it it'll make it really awkward when I go to somebody's house for a barbecue. This is such a D7 minus 7. <laughs> Gosh, you D5 living people. <laughs> <laughs> but like the worth that is a barn to me. I'm going back to my D2 plus 4. <laughs> <laughs> but that that also it's also the age that really determines things too. If you built this house in '88 and you've kept it relatively upkept, it's still going to go down in age. No. So that'll cause it to depreciate a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. Great. Anyways, that's been your tax minute. <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> I I guess you guys give me a little bit more hope. I I don't know. Like there's just so many people writing their own <clears throat> their own little books are crazy like uh, y'all i don't know y'all don't read very much but everyone and their sister is publishing a book nowadays yeah and what's, can, what's gonna happen is it's all gonna sift and what's the classics are gonna be what stays mm-hmm. and that's the twilights the, well, the harry potters you, you hit on something really important there you've given me hope <laughs> <laughs> and, and i know that sounds silly that sounds silly Corny. but like no, no no like seriously you look at people that are our age and we're getting to that that age where we're finding out oh man maybe i'm not the boy who who lived maybe i'm not no, the we're golden just the commoners. child we're the commoners. you know like like taking advantage it's perfect you know yeah like never did get it's my the perfect name never did get my letter in the mail you know and that's to go to ilvermorny what are you talking is that an American? That's the American uh, Wizarding School. Now, which what, oh. what what is their what is their house? I don't know. Uh, one of them's a Thunderbird. I know that. But anyways, like the big thing is like we we can't just survive day to day. We gotta have an ultimate like a hope. We gotta have a we gotta have good news. We gotta have a good thing, and that's why that's why I'm so faithful. That's why that's why I have the faith that I have is because if if I didn't if I didn't have that, I just what would there be? To- what what how mundane would my life be if I didn't if I didn't believe in what has literally occurred in my life? And that's through my faith. I mean. I'm not talking about prosperity gospel. I'm not talking like I'm rich. I'm living in a great house. I live in a double wide, man. I'm written a double it's a wide. D5. <laughs> <laughs> double wides are a completely different thing coming oh, to Texas. Okay. But like seriously, I'm I'm written a double wide. I'm nearly 30 years old and like 
and you're on a podcast talking about D and D. Yeah, I mean, like, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna stand the test of time. We're gonna we're, we're gonna rise above that sifting. The commoners uh, is a classic. We're a we're just a a speck of gold that you're gonna pan out in fifty yeah. years and <laughs> pay attention to. Yeah, they're gonna do podcasts about us. We're gonna forget about this in fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> I hope, no, I, I hope we're still doing this in 15 years. But in all seriousness. Oh, 50? Yeah. Still. I hope we're all alive in 50. We'll be the old commoners of D&D and mm-hmm. then. That's it. But seriously, the big thing is, is like, you got, you've got to find an overarching hope. You've got to find something to latch on to and to be happy about. Because if you, if you're, if, if your mood is determined by the news, well, guess what? Bad news. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they don't, all day, only, every day, you will find something. To be bad news. Every you day. will, if you're looking at other people, other people are going to. There's going to be an off day. Even the most positive of us is going to have an off day, and that's going to let us down. Like, there's there's good to be seen out there. You just have to almost throw on blinders. You almost have to take it for what it is. Like, oh, you got to look for it. It ain't going to come to you. That's the thing. You look for it and you hold on to it. There might be negative things attached to it, but like, you know, do it, man. President's only president for four years. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can't hold on to that. Right. And that's not that's not picking fun at anybody. That's you got to find something solid to hang on to. Right. Good stuff. Deep. Sorry. Chat. Yeah. Hashtag deep thinking. Hashtag instant classic. Hashtag Seth's wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like. I think that. No, I understand. <clears throat> I just, I just, like, like the oil painting. I don't think that there'll be museums full of people like. It'll be Ninja's ma- ma- first con- console. Yeah. In the museum yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that may be true. That may be a, a a dying thing. Some things, but out of that, I think other things are coming to yeah. be. You know, video games could be like seen as like, classic. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I and beautiful I pieces of art too. I mentioned earlier, Harley Davidson came out of the veterans that came back from World War II, you know, like, and I'm not saying there's any kind of, you know, veteran influx coming in, but like a new industry that's been founded is the video game industry, is is professional gaming. That's a thing. That's true. And that's another great segue for On the Console. (laughs) What's our time over there? 137. We got a little bit. We can just say what we're playing. Okay. A little quick thing. I think my wife's uh, waiting for us outside, waiting for me outside. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, my bad. My bad. Okay. Oh, my uh, yeah, I'm, I've been playing Bioshock. So Infinite. And Bioshock Infinite. To, Ooh, say that. Super interesting game. I, I, I he, didn't, he didn't play the other two. He didn't. That's even okay. Know. Do I mean, they you, mad? Do they link together? You, they, they do are you the same character do. in all of them? I'm not they gonna say a, they have a you, list. They have Bioshock one. You can get all three of them for one thing. That might just be a PlayStation thing. I don't know. I have it. But you, uh, there's some connections to be drawn to all of the Bioshock games within Infinite because Infinite is. Who's the leader of uh, Infinite? Who's the man that they all like look up to and revere? Um, Comstock. Comstock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah all he's done I only played, played one. I only played Bioshock one. Oh no! no see, if you only played one. Oh, it, dude. You got to play it like the Bioshock one thing is just crazy. Yeah, like Rapture. that was Rapture was awesome. Yeah. Well, I may, maybe I'll play them. I don't know. I just saw, I just saw it at Walmart. So I well, it. it'll be neat. You'll play Bioshock Infinite. You'll see bits and pieces of this game that you don't even. Is know. Infinite supposed to be before Bioshock one though? Bioshock Infinite is 
I can't remember. I'm it's pretty intertwined. Sure, I'm pretty okay. sure it's like a prequel because it's like it's supposed to be like 1920s or whatever, isn't so it? So it kind of works. And then like the rapture is like underwater, yeah. isn't it? And it's like 50s or something like oh, that. Oh, so maybe I maybe I should play them in three one two. Maybe sure. Let's see, I know uh, two I, comes. I, out I for will. Me. I will be telling you this. Your brain's going to be in a pretzel knot. Yeah. They 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 come up with some good writing. Infinite. Like, infinite. I need more so. I need to finish two and I need to do infinite two. It's weird. It's definitely not what I thought it was. You, I'm telling you, when you get to the end of infinite, text me. Okay. Because I'm serious. It's going to blow your mind. I, I kind of doubt it. You're gonna be. You're gonna. You're gonna be. I never know what's going on. You're gonna be twisted games. up. I, I know. I, I know. Gonna... word of you is this? See in that one. What is it? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh! I'm sorry. Um. No. Or is that kind of? Okay. Kind of. Not, I've not played it. I've heard. He's he's not like, not a. I don't think he's a big part of it though. Anyway, Anthony, what are you playing? playing anything i am playing zelda breath of the wild and the completionist in me is uh i'm i am working on my hyrule compendium which means it's a list of every single thing in the game and i'm taking picture i'm taking pictures of everything in the game um aj just got depressed oh my gosh it's no it's listen he started playing arkham Asylum and said, "Now nah, I'm not even gonna pick up all those trophies." What? That's the yeah. coolest part. There's riddles. Riddles you gotta solve. No, I I might do that, but okay. Here, for just a for instance, Bioshock the other day. I was playing and I came across. Some I wish door. I get to pick up little bitty like recordings and stuff. Yeah, like well, those. I'm trying to get all those. There's certain things that if I fe- if I see it's possible to get them all, I'm gonna try. But I came across something and it said. Oh, you can't open this right now, but it, some things you can come back and open later. So they went, yeah, I'm going to come back. <laughs> Sorry. No. Yeah, if the funny. game doesn't lead me back there, I ain't going. Yeah. That is so weird. Right. When the game's so do- when I play through the story, I'm done. You won't. You, you, you just need to, you need to keep playing. I am on my second playthrough of Mass Effect 1 right now. Almost done with it. And then I'm going to start a third one to get to complete it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting those trophies. See, I used to could do that with games like Spyro, Ape Escape. They're linear. You play levels, you finish. And I would try to complete everything on those. But games now are like... Open world. Open world. Well, open world just means you can keep going back round to the same places. And round you don't and have round. to... You, if you miss it, like... I just played through the Sly Coopers a while back ago, and like there's just I have to look for this little bitty bottle, and it's yeah. so linear, and, you and you're being it. chased by Carmelita on one. This is game one. Yeah. If you miss it, you have to start all over. And well, I hate that. The, I, well, what I, what I is hate so is like Spyro Two. They put in the climbing aspect, but you don't learn to climb until you're like further mm-hmm. into the game from the first couple levels that have climbing stuff. So you have to go back to those levels just to climb up there and pick up like three gems if you want to complete it. Which I I hate that. <laughs> I hate when the game makes me go back. You're going to hate Arkham City. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. I loved Arkham City. It's oh, well, I'm not playing Arkham City. I'm Arkham, playing Arkham, Arkham Asylum was my favorite. Oh, so you think I'm going to play all of them now or something? If you would actually play it, yeah, you'd get into it. Arkham City is so good. Like, you don't have to play Arkham Knight if you don't really want to. Arkham City and Arkham Asylum, you got to play those two. Okay. I played Arkham Knight because I wanted <clears> to finish some of the some of the storytelling that was... That, that started in mm. Arkham City. I thought it was funny how how surprisingly similar Arkham Asylum and Assassin's Creed are as far as the mechanics and how Seth doesn't like Assassin's Creed. It's Batman versus... 
something I don't care about. Still climbing history. up stuff and jumping off. Yeah, but people. you have a utility belt. Battery. Taro, what are you playing? Stellaris? I'm still playing Stellaris, yeah. That's all we need to know. All right, Seth, what about? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I watched Tyrell. Okay, I watched Tyrell play this the other okay. day. No? About like Don't. taking pictures of everything on the. It's Farmville. That's all it is. <laughs> it's not Farmville. <laughs> Farmville, Clash of Clans. That's well, hilarious. I just ascended my entire race into Psionics, uh, so. Ooh, Psionics. That's mm. neat. Listen, this is what the game looks like. It looks like a like a like it's a page, and you scroll down through it, and you have all these different things that you have to put money into, and he he's got all these numbers. It looks like he's like on Wall Street working the stock market, and there's a strip across the top. I said, "What are those numbers up there?" He's like, "Well, this one here shows that I'm I'm Your losing money. Credits, you got minerals. You have I took alloys, over I took over all these planets, and I don't have the resources to take care of them." You're having to manage it all while like trying to conquer. It's, it's not no, like Starcraft. Question. It's this not is, like Starcraft. This is something that's extended. Like you, you start it and you don't stop playing. Yeah, it it yeah. Can, it's it's so, perpetual. Like Farmville. See, Starcraft. Like Clash of Clans. When you fire up the game, you got to click on all your gold, okay. your gold so, mines, and your elixir. There things. are dark elixir. There's a, a time limit you have before the end of time. Basically, once you get to certain points in the game, it it's activates. Like Civilization. It's actually, I think it might. The same people that make that might be the same people that make. We say this every time. Oh, so like civilization. But uh, okay, so like at a certain point, there'll be like an event that'll happen. They'll like have some empire that's been destroyed for you know millennia reawaken and like try to take over the entire galaxy. And they're way stronger than anybody else on the map. Yeah, sounds like Mass Effect. Yeah, it is kind of like Mass Effect in that aspect. Uh, In my game. I actually have two fallen empires. One is a xenophobic uh, purifier, which is really, really bad. Ooh. He hates aliens, so he goes and kills them and takes over their planet. Yeah. they Well, they don't just hate aliens. They literally go to their planet and deploy these planet-cracking laser things that blow up an entire planet. Like, kind of like Death Star. You're horrible. Not you're, me. You're the bad guy. Not no, me. no, no, no. He's, the, 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 they have awakened in his yeah, universe. They will. I thought you were yeah. running He's got to fight them. No, oh. I'll have to fight them. Oh, I thought you were running that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. I was thinking about doing that. I didn't do that. Though. I went with a mega corporation with this one. Okay. And mega corporation. Yeah. Walmart. Capitalist. <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> He's got a space we, Walmart. We in the empire By of, and large. <laughs> by and large. We in the, in the empire of Costco. <laughs> I saw a thing like apparently people there's a fantasy Costco or something that people put in all their games. That's just where they buy things. Like they, it's it's not Costco, but it, it's obviously Costco, and it has some kind of fantasy name twist on it. And never they, people just put it in their games, and that's where you buy stuff. And it's pretty funny. But the other Fallen Empire is a uh, fanatic xenophiles, and they're also. Pacifists. So they are like into like research and stuff like that too. Defense only. No, yeah, yeah, kind of. But they're weird looking. They're like this weird looking monkey race that has like eight eyes. Weird looking. That's where we're headed, folks. Evolution. (laughs) (laughs) And in further news, Kanye West is running for president this year. Drop Mike. <laughs> not not the bad not not I feel like that's a bad move for Kanye. Go ahead, Tyrell. Sorry. I was just gonna say, let me put it like this. They're so powerful that I gave them the DNA from a corpse that I found on a planet that I was like uh researching. 
that they brought you lose me sometimes and then you say this and it just sounds interesting again <laughs> they they brought back that race of aliens so they're that powerful so they're the dr frankenstein kind of how can you say they're good if they're bringing about all this bad? Seth, no. what are you playing, Mass Effect? Still? I'm still playing Mass Effect. He just says that. Yeah, but I know. I am. Thought there might I be am so else. like when the PS5 comes out and um, not Fallout 2077, um, Fallout Cyberpunk. 70, 70, 70. Oh, Cyberpunk. I'm totally gonna be. Yeah, I'll, I would think I'll play that. That looks like a good game. I want to play. I ain't yeah. gonna be able to. I ain't gonna be able to do anything but play video games. From from what I've seen, it looks like you can build your character however you want to build mm-hmm. it. Like, it yeah, you don't cool. even have to choose a gender, or you can. Of course not. Yeah, make your genitalia bigger or right. smaller. Oh or, man, or whatever. Looking you can turn it into that. You can turn it into whatever you want. Which I mean, people are acting like that's crazy, but you could do the same thing in Saints Row. Saints Row, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's sh- it, 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 the way they're blurring it out. It looks like they're going to show you the genitalia in this game, and they just had underwear on on Saints Row. But oh my gosh, Sims also. I think you could do that. Which when we talked about games that really changed our lives, Sims was one for me. Like original yeah, Sims, I, 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 I love original Sims. Huh? Which is such a weird thing to me. Sims. I couldn't get into it. I'm actually playing a lot of Sims right now too. I'm like. Cynthia moves the PlayStation 4 and the PS3 she just switches them back and forth so I'll play whichever one is in the bedroom at the time so I've been uh, trying to complete The Sims 4 too You know, Sims people are on a completely different level than you or I The old games that had a campaign were much better than this just free living like mm-hmm. open world thing Dude, the, one, and two, 1 and 2 were so good Okay, if you ever get the, the spare time <laughs> go to Reddit and look up Sims because there's Reddit. There are entire communities on Reddit dedicated to it. Like, uh, hardcore Sims fans were super excited about the types of stairs that you could get in the new Sims. Like that was their that was the hill they were dying on. Wow, stairs, stairs. We just found like Cynthia figured out how to make round ca- uh, counters, and she got pretty excited about that. So, see, see what I mean. On Think, that happy note, <laughs> listen. Tune in. We're gonna make some round counters and make some stairs in our commoners game, guys. No, we're not. Um, but be sure and check out Tiger Skull RPG. Yeah, Tiger Skull. TigerSkullRPG.com, Patreon.com/slash Tiger Skull RPG, and also go check out the video we did. We just on posted a video. Channel. AJ did amazing on it. No, and Seth and Tyrell, and that was it. That was just and Cynthia filmed some. Yeah, Cynthia filmed. Yeah. I did a lot of voiceover that AJ completely destroyed and got rid of, and I told well, him before. That, I told it, him when he left, I was like, "That's all bad." I can tell. No, it wasn't because it was bad. It was because it. I couldn't edit. It was just hard. Yeah, it would would have been hard to yeah. edit. We need to start then, doing it like this. Like yeah. we need to just voice over. Yeah, separate from. We will. We learn. Video. We yeah. learned from that. Yeah, I we were trying to we video were and voiceover at the exact same time when you can make a video and then so just I'd, voice I'd, over that. I'd mess up the shot or Seth would mess up the voiceover. And we, we have we to could, start over. Yeah, it was just dumb. We're I don't dumb. know why we did it like that. Yeah. It was stupid. Just clip it together. Anyway, so yeah, YouTube, uh, the commoners. Get some likes on there. Get some views. Yeah, that views counts actually jumping up quite a bit. Like we already have almost fifty on that. Video. Yeah, on that one. Yeah, I just oh, posted man. it yesterday. That's actually something to celebrate. Now I know it sounds small time when you look at all these videos. That yeah, it was been out a lot longer, and it's only over a hundred or. Yeah, so. I'm kind of surprised that our table walk around. Hey, if y'all haven't go, if you haven't looked at our YouTube channel, go watch all of our videos. We have more planned. Like we, we got some film. The biggest thing about like I, 
wish that you were going to be here just so we could do their ag- their fight, their battle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I know. I'm super excited about the battle thing. Ne- the next time. Next we'll time. We're Tune in for the Commoners of D&D coming up this week. Yep. But Saturday. We got a lot of stuff coming up. I'm, yep. I'm still trying to get TikTok figured out. I'm thinking about like shouting out tic- our TikTok. I don't know if I want to do little skits or not. I can't think of anything Just do creative. something. Just put something out. Need to. Yeah. Content. Yeah. Oh, no, actually... Following this episode, there will not be an episode of the Commoners of D and D that Saturday. It'll be the next Saturday, yeah, July twenty fifth. But it will be, it's you know, be deep. It's we be crazy. we we are going to be doing it. We're we're yeah. going to be doing it. Yeah, episode. y'all are doing an episode on the eleventh. Yeah, but it won't be available until the twenty fifth. And we're finally caught up on these. We're going to yes, be able to pretty much actually post we're gonna, these. We're going to be talking the about game, them right after the game instead of having to remember three or four months back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. Well, see you guys. That's it. Hey, it was great, great talking with all of you. Great uh, listening to all of you. Everybody, you know, we talked about a lot of heavy stuff. <laughs> you know, stay hopeful. I'm shutting it stay down. Stay happy. Thanks for listening to Say It in Common with the Commoners of D&D. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to make sure you never miss an episode and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Commoners Official for news, updates, and exclusive content. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.